You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. She was just over a year old when she jumped on a surfboard, and the rest is history. Today on My Dog Digs Dirt, we meet one of the most famous, award-winning surfing dogs in the whole world. Her name is Ricochet, and she not only surfs for fun, she surfs with a purpose. Meet her mom, Judy, as soon as we return. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com My Dog Digs Dirt is riding away back with Judy Fredono, Executive Director of Puppy Prodigy's Neonatal and Early Training Program, and the proud mom of queen of all doggy surfers, Ricochet. So nice to have you here, Judy. This is such a wonderful story. Well, thank you for having us. And for those who haven't heard it or seen your amazing little golden retriever, I call her little because she's on the petite side, right? But over the winter, she ate a little too many treats. But mm. yeah, girls will be girls. She's a smaller My- girl, uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, so so when she was a little girl, let's go over the story. You were at the beach, and you said she sort of just decided to go surfing. Yeah, she was in training to be a service dog. I have a service dog program that's what um, Puppy Prodigies is. So she was slated to be a service dog, and she was a brilliant, brilliant little puppy. And then she was about 14 to 16 weeks of age. She shut down. She didn't want to train anymore. So I struggled with her for like a year trying to get that energetic puppy back. And I couldn't. And one day we were at the beach and a friend of ours who is quadriplegic and he surfs, she jumped on a surfboard with him. So wow. It was like she came alive again that day. Like for that whole year, I struggled with her. She was like all of a sudden saying, this is what I want to do. Isn't that so, amazing? Um, had she been a swimmer before? Her, yeah, she did a lot of swimming, playing in the ocean. I think had been on a kayak in pools, you know, played around with a surfboard in the swimming pool. And like a surfboard wasn't foreign to her. Right. But the idea that she jumped on a surfboard with this person, then it was just like, oh, okay. So huh? basically... She became a surface dog instead of a service dog. So now she helps people with disabilities still, but in a very different way. It's absolutely amazing. Were you afraid at first when she, you know, jumped on the board? Were you thinking, oh my goodness, what's going to happen here? I said to his mom, I'm like, well, Ricochet wants to surf on the board with Patrick. And, you know, Patrick at the time, I think was 14. So he's like, yeah, that's cool. Let's do it. And his mom was for it. So I said, okay, well, then... 
we'll just have to trust Ricochet. And so everybody put their trust in her and they pushed him off on a wave and they rode it to shore and several more after that. So, yeah, so she was like really happy. And finally, I realized what she was trying to tell me all this time that she didn't want to be a service dog. She didn't want to help just one person. She wanted to help a lot of people and in her own unique way. So that's what she's been doing since for about seven years. She's eight and a half now. So she started the surfing aspect of her career when she was about 15 months old, I think. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So what what exactly, Judy, does she do when she jumps on the board? Is she sort of near the person? I mean, there are some wonderful, wonderful pictures and video, you know, which we're going to show our listeners as well. But you really just have to see it to believe it. How does she balance? Is it all a mystery sort of thing? No, she's got really good balance and she takes her job very seriously from working with her for this long. She really takes responsibility for anyone that she's with. So she thinks that the waves are too strong or the person isn't well enough to surf, she won't go in the water. So, but basically she changes the way that she serves based on the person's disability. So if it's a child with autism who's physically able, usually she'll be in the front of the board, the kid will be on the back and they'll try to stand up using her back end for balance while she's balancing the board. If it's somebody who's quadriplegic like Patrick, then they're laying on the board and she's usually in the back kind of between their legs. I don't know how she's able to balance that way, but sometimes all four feet are not perfectly square on the board and she's still able to balance. So I don't know for sure how she's able to do that, but so it just depends on the person and Mm -hmm. yeah. And then if they want to try to stand up or if they're just going to lay down and that kind of thing, but basically it gives the person the opportunity to just focus more on themselves and not have to worry about balancing the board. Right. Like they can really focus on standing up because Ricochet is already balancing the board. How do you think this helps them? I know she certainly helped Patrick in many ways. And what are some of the things you've seen uh, from some of the folks that she's been with that have just amazed you? I think from the surfing, it's probably the empowerment that they get. So say for instance, it's a child with autism and every day of his life he's spent with either a parent, a teacher, some adult. Mm -hmm. And the adults are usually telling him what to do. So now when they go out and surf with Ricochet, they're on the board alone with Ricochet. And the way I always present it to them is that they're helping my dog surf, Mm -hmm. not the other way around, so that they feel independent. They have that empowerment that they're actually responsible for this dog on a surfboard and nobody is telling them what to do. They're in charge. And it's just the empowerment that that gives a child. And Mm. then those that might have physical disabilities, it's more of just being able to do something they never thought they could ever possibly do. Amazing. So there's a lot of healing that goes on. And Ricochet is a very intuitive dog and does a lot of healing work on the beach as well. So it's anything that Ricochet is doing, if she's interacting with someone, there's always healing going on. And she works a lot with military that have PTSD and nice. she actually alerts to their triggers and things like that and helps with their anxiety and such. So she just does a lot, a lot of that. Like she does that every week where surfing isn't like constant. It's more seasonal. Now, do people request from you that they'd like to surf with her? How does that work, Judy? Yeah, I get requests. And then also she's an ambassador for several different surfing organizations. One is the Best Day Foundation. The other one is Life Rolls On. 
She usually goes to the autism surf camp in San Diego. So it's we're not actually putting on the event, but she's there to surf with the kids. Mm-hmm. So and then we'll also do our own thing. We um, started last year working with the um, Spinal Muscular Atrophy Organization and um, put on a surf session for their kids. Some of them very very disabled, some not as much. But every kid that wanted to get out in the surf was able to get out there. So, oh, so um, cool. we're doing that again. Yeah. I mean, doesn't she get exhausted? <laughs> she tired of surfing ever? You know, no, <laughs> Maybe you get tired, too, right? But she doesn't. I get tired, of course, yeah. But it's more so the healing that she's giving her energy and she's taking on negative energy of people, especially those that might have PTSD. So mm. she gets tired from that. But... Physically, no. And I mean, it's like we'll do maybe a few kids here and then take a break and do a couple more kids. So it's not like she's in the water for a constant, you know, hours. Right, and of course. So. Of course. It's just, yeah. It's like, yeah, boy. Now, let me ask you do you have sort of like a favorite story of someone that she's helped? We're going to talk about your new book coming in a couple of seconds, but does something come to mind where you just sort of said, wow, that was just amazing? Yeah, you know, it's more to do with, and I don't even know what to call it. I call it intuition, but I don't know if it's more telepathy. I don't really know, mm-hmm. but she can alert to things that we don't even see yet. So, for mm-hmm. instance, we were in a Walmart once. She was working with somebody in the military that has PTSD, and um, we were in the back of the store, and there wasn't really much going on there, but the way that Ricochet alerts is she mm-hmm. stops mm-hmm. and plans. Right. So when she does it, I always look around to see, okay, well, what's in the environment she's alerting to? And I didn't see anything. And no matter what we tried to do to get her to walk again, she wouldn't. So finally I said, she's got to come with you. Just walk. And I was a couple aisles ahead. And above my head, there was like this two-tier bike rack, bicycle right. rack. And there was some big metal beam or something <gasps> moving above it. Ah. I don't know what it was because as soon as I saw it, I looked back and I said, always trust the dog. So the the gentleman that she was with, the veteran, he was he had suffered a brain injury in Iraq when the, an IED went off, and he hit his head against the metal partition of the Humvee. Oh, wow! So he, he would have probably reacted to of that course. metal being a trigger. How Ricochet knew ah. that it was there, I have no explanation. Amazing. But she does things like that. So wow. yeah. So it's off the surfboard as well. I know on the surfboard, oh, yeah. she also has been in tournaments and surfing tournaments. She's really known oh, around yeah. the world. Are you surprised by that, Judy? No. Competitive surfing she did for a few years. She hasn't surfed in, in a competition now for two years because that really between competing and the work that she does, it was such two different kind of environments, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. and we really wanted to devote all her time to helping other people and the surfing in the competitions, it wasn't really benefiting mm-hmm. the work that she does. So we stopped competing. But yeah, she used to win contests. She'd be in the top three usually every time she entered a contest. But That's so yeah, great. but she, she's not competing anymore. But the sport has grown. There's, you know, surf dog competitions all over the world now. Amazing. So she was part of, you know, the, the kind of the starting the starting years you of said, dog right. surfing. Yeah. And That's it's really a- developed now. Now, what about, so you're executive director of Puppy Prodigies Neonatal and Early Learning Program. What is that about, Judy? Well, it's a nonprofit organization that I founded to train service dogs for people with disabilities. 
but the focus was on the first eight weeks of a puppy's life. And then the puppy would go on to further training with another organization. Mm. And basically it was, I founded it because I was so fascinated with the puppy brain and how they learn and those kind of things. But the success rate of service dogs at the time was pretty low. So I was trying to do what I could to create a program mm. that would deal and address some of the issues that typically occur mm -hmm. in an older dog as a service dog. So whether it's fears or mm -hmm. sound sensitivity, body sensitivity. So I created a program surrounding all that to do different exercises with the puppies in that first eight weeks to prevent wow. any problems like that. That, so that Ricochet sense. was born into that program, and she keeps me so busy that I have not been able to get back to that right now, but okay, it's not at some point, I hope to again. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. Could you tell right away, Judy, that she was special? <laughs> yeah, um, <sighs> it's pretty funny because I knew that the female dog was going to have 10 puppies. She was the wow. first dog, and, and I knew I wanted to keep a girl from the litter, and we were on the ninth puppy, and there were only three girls that had been born, so... I turned to the mom and I said, okay, make the next one a girl and let her have a piece of white fur on her chest. And it was <gasps> just a statement, you know, from nowhere. But right. And out popped a girl with a white piece uh, of fur on her chest, which was ricochet. So, yeah, she came in into the world even with a big message. So, oh, yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break, but my dog, Digster, will be right back. They wake me up every morning. Their tails are always wagging. They're just running constantly and chasing, you know, shadows and sticks. Their coats are much better. They're very happy dogs. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I have three dogs, golden retrievers, and I make their own food, ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells, and the Dynavite supplement, and then the Lico Chops. It takes a few minutes every week. Before the Dynavite, they were overweight. They slept all the time. So now they jump all over me when I'm putting it in their bowls. They're crazy about this food. And their vet said that it's so much healthier for them. Go check out Rescue Dogs. They're just waiting to be loved. Get them started on this Dynavite diet, the health food for animals, and you'll see amazing results. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Are you having trouble getting the word out about your new pet product or invention? Let Whitegate PR open the gate to your marketing and public relations efforts. We've been specializing in public relations in the pet industry for over a decade. From press releases to media relations and publicity to pet trade shows and launch events to social media, the pet-friendly team at Whitegate PR has you covered. If you listen to the wise words of Bill Gates, he says, If I had $1 left, I'd spend it on PR. Learn more at whitegatepr.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> My Dog Digs Dirt is back, and we are talking about a wonderful doggie by the name of Ricochet. Mom Judy is here, and we're talking about all the amazing things that she does, uh, both of you, Ricochet and you, Judy, and how many people you've helped. So, Judy, is Ricochet still surfing on a regular basis? 
She is. She's the, in summers are usually very busy for us. So we just started with a new organization last week. Couldn't surf because there was a shark sighting. So, um, but we're going to back again this Friday to do it again. And it's kids that have life-threatening illnesses. So during the summer, almost every weekend, there's something going on that she's involved with. In the winter, it's not as much. Right. I think that's amazing. What about, I know you're big on wearing vests. Is that when they're surfing, you take that on as a cause? Yeah, just because in the ocean, anything can, yeah. yeah, anything can happen. So we want the dog to be safe as well as the person. We have a team of people in the water. So if either the dog or the, or the child or adult were to wipe out, there's somebody that can get to them very quickly. Ricochet can swim really well, but mm-hmm. she burns a lot of energy trying to swim back to shore. So we always have somebody designated for Ricochet that they'll grab her and get her back on the board. Mm. So we want it to be as safe as possible. So yeah, she and in the winter she surfs. She has a wetsuit. So oh, keep her so, safe and yeah. I mean, her and, health and, and, is important too. So yeah, of course. And we want listeners to also know. Of course, you know you're big on safety. There are people watching all the time. You don't just let her like you know jump on a board. And oh no, you're like uh, you know reading no. a book or something. You're always there. No. Yeah, yeah. And th- actually, there's a video that somebody took. It's a slow motion video of Ricochet surfing with a uh, young boy who has autism and they get to the shore close to the shore and they both jump off the board and there was nobody around at the shoreline at least close enough and ricochet and he's able-bodied so um and they weren't far out so it wasn't a critical thing but ricochet takes such responsibility for the kids that are on the board with them in slow motion you were able to see how she as soon as they jumped off she turned her head toward this boy and just stared at him until he made eye contact with her. Wow. And then, only then, did she turn her head and run to the beach. Like That's she wanted amazing. to make, she did not take his, her eyes off of him until wow. he made eye contact. And that was a very pivotal, pivotal and um, powerful moment because a lot of children with autism don't make eye contact. Right, exactly. However, just this instant was all that Ricochet needed and all wow. that the boy needed to reassure both of them that they were fine and now we can go on. They didn't have to have long period of con- eye contact. That's so amazing. So it was really, yeah, That's that terrific. was something that... It must I make just, you feel good every single day when you see that. I mean, it just must be wonderful for you as well. I know you're also involved with Make-A-Wish and that's a wonderful foundation and um, you've done some wonderful things with uh, wishes for children as well. Yeah, we did a Make-A-Wish for a, a boy... Caleb, who had a stage four brain tumor, and he wanted to surf with Ricochet, so he came from Florida, uh, and he got the opportunity to surf with her, and it was a very, very special day uh, for all of us. So, that's yeah. terrific. Well, I applaud you. I know you also have a book, Ricochet, Riding a Wave of Hope. And it's in an ebook, and it's also audible, paperback and hard copy, and Barnes & Noble sometimes has it as well, but Amazon for sure always has it. And basically, it's the story of Ricochet? It's the story of Ricochet and some of the people that she's helped and her intuition and just some of the synchronicity and things that have happened throughout her life and uh-huh. how listening to her gave her the opportunity. And when I finally listened to her, gave her the opportunity to really flourish. Terrific. It's very, very inspiring. Judy, where can people find more about you and uh, follow you both? I know uh, you must be on Facebook and have a website, Twitter and Instagram. Yes, all of the above. The website is surfdogricochet.com. And then on all social media, it's surfdogricochet. So So all Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
So it's easy to find, www.surfdogricochet.com. I would encourage our listeners to definitely follow you guys and see some of the videos and all the wonderful work you do, Judy. Thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Love your ricochet and love what you're doing. It's It really is just amazing work. Shows the power of animals, right? Absolutely. I'm looking at writing another book just about the healing power of animals and listening to your dogs because most of us don't really listen. And if we do listen, right. they have a lot to tell us. So, Uh-oh, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can come over and listen to what mine has to say and get her off the couch. That yeah. Of great help. <laughs> thank you so much, Judy. And thank you all for listening. Thank this you. This has been My Dog Digster. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.